0: You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna.
1: Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna and Brian Kilby, and we're back with Get the Skinny. Brian, we make our triumphant return after, I don't know, uh, one to three weeks thereabouts uh, of being away. Two. We so are, right in the middle of one and three.
0: Yeah, we're basically on a bi
1: weekly schedule, I think. I think so. That's hot. Yeah, I know. Mm. Hey, Brian, what have you been up to in the uh, in the last couple weeks then, my friend?
0: Uh, so <clears throat> my, my friend Dusty last week, uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but he does listen to a couple of other podcasts we do. Um, he had just randomly challenged me one mo- Monday morning uh, with uh, basically um, like a food challenge, just like out of the blue. Nothing complex like pack your lunch, drink only water. Packing lunch was easy. Mm-hmm. I had to cheat on the water cheat, yeah, like I needed caffeine, but you know what, after a couple of days, I got to where I didn't need it that much. I got by with on one cup of coffee
1: excellent, I know it was
0: pretty amazing,
1: so that like so like after uh after a break, like one cup of coffee had an effect,
0: yeah, absolutely, crazy, I know, and uh, I lost four pounds in the process, so yay,
1: <laughs> man, yeah. what does that say about us? yeah, I know. Simple little fixes. For sure. For sure. So, um, so how did he do on this challenge? He gained three pounds. <laughs> oh, dear. So he kind of had buyer's remorse, so to speak, throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I might have to try that. Um, is there any kind of, like, system to it? Or is it, is it ideally supposed to be, like, how to, like, clean up your diet, right? He said
0: basically the primary rule was to not be a fat ass.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: basically makes hmm. make moderately smart decisions. If it yeah. seems like it's uh if it seems like it's uh too much food, it's mm. probably too much food.
1: Yeah. No, I hear you. I uh a couple weeks ago, actually it was more than that, maybe about a month ago, my wife and I, before we started the P90X diet, we uh we went to a pizza buffet for the first time in god like two years. Years. Um and we we did the pizza buffet right, if you catch my drift. And um, I was full of regret the <laughs> next morning. Not just regret. Oh yes, indeed. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I was full of self hate <laughs> for eating <laughs> so much pizza. But yes, you're right. We uh, we make a game out of eating, Brian.
0: Yeah, I, believe me, I know. Uh, let's see here. So I I tried the P90X diet. Okay. I, I managed to do it for a few days. But the problem was um, I didn't get fresh chicken breast. Mm -hmm. I got these pre-cooked marinated deal uh, things from um, uh, I think it was Sam's Club. And Mm -hmm. I got them so that I could just microwave them at work. Yeah. Not my best idea. (laughs) Really blonde, like in some sort of dish with something else other than just straight up chicken. Uh, (laughs) But it was straight up chicken and brown rice. And I was able to do it for a couple of of days, but I I would have much uh, preferred just straight
1: up um, chicken breast. So the – I feel like the secret to – other than like the obvious of being single and having like all the time in the world to just tend to yourself. Other than that, like one of the secrets I think to the PNIX kind of diet – is being able to um, prepare and stomach George Foreman chicken uh, all the time like that is like obviously the fastest, easiest way to just cook chicken multiple times a day, but you have to be able to stomach that that kind of preparation, um, and not go like insane. Literally insane after a few months. But I think George Foreman chicken is probably the way to go.
0: Yeah, so if I if I don't do uh so I when I move, which move in day is less than two weeks away. Uh when I move I'm gonna get two and a half hours back in my week. So mm-hmm. what I plan on doing is um using the Foreman more, which I use quite a bit now. Mm-hmm. But just my electric skillet. Mm. Because I can oh, yeah. yeah just Prepare things really quickly and really healthy with that. And, like at uh,
1: your at your desk. No, 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 no. I thought would be great.
0: Uh, no, just in the kitchen.
1: You know, like most people <laughs> do. Most people, yes. We're not most people, Brian. This is true. Um, speaking of chicken, so I've got a little bit of food news for you related to chicken. Burger King uh, has been like famous mostly for the ads. I'm not sure about the dish itself, but for their chicken fries in the last couple of years or yeah. so, they yeah. made a big deal of that. Well, now. They have uh, chicken rings.
0: Uh, I think they've had those before.
1: I think uh, I think you're right, and I think this is like the um, this is the time for chicken rings to shine. So they are starting a big rollout um, of chicken wings for three dollars and nine cents. Very odd amount uh, before tax. So basically three bucks, three dollar chicken wings um, in a chicken ring box. Uh, This is a thing. Brian, how far removed can we get chicken from the actual animal?
0: At I know, this point? I know. Like, I'm glad that chickens aren't intelligent
1: enough to know what we do to their bodies after they die. <laughs> no kidding. I've got a um, another chicken-related story. Now, this is way more iconic. This would be, dare I say, the most famous chicken dish in the world. It is McDonald's chicken McNuggets,
0: huh.
1: and they are getting a reboot. What? Yes. So, according to CNBC, McDonald's has begun testing a new simpler recipe at 140 stores in Oregon and Washington. Uh, it features this new simplified, healthyfied uh, McNugget recipe has no artificial preservatives uh, that the original and current McNuggets contain. Um, like
0: nitrates and stuff, I guess? Or? Yes.
1: like I, Yeah, I guess. Just no no artificial preservatives.
0: They don't really need them because they go through those things so fast. I don't see the point in it.
1: I would think so. So uh, they, they wrap up this article by saying, like, while details of the recipe are unclear, McDonald's assures everyone that the new Chicken McNuggets will be something that uh, makes parents feel good, and they note that currently the original recipe features 32 ingredients and the new recipe will feature just a fraction of that. Um, I certainly hope so. But anyway, perhaps new healthier chicken McNuggets are on our are on our dinner plate soon, Brian. The, the
0: current McNuggets aren't that bad, I don't think. I think they're better than they used to be, right?
1: I, they're definitely better than they used to be.
0: Aren't they like whole pieces of chicken now instead of like that uh, – Congealed chicken paste that they used to be, or or am I mistaken?
1: No, I think you're right. And they're they are effectively some form of white meat. Yeah, when that used to also not be the case. Oh, no,
0: uh, as no, as a kid, I mean, they were like the, the crappy McNuggets, is what they were.
1: <laughs> yeah, in a styrofoam like cancer causing package, yeah, something like
0: that. I got in a conversation today with my uh, my boss's boss about um. About Mayor McCheese, it's just kind of <laughs> funny that uh, you know at work I talk about McDonald's and that uh, at this I talk about McDonald's. So
1: it's kind of funny. What about Mayor McCheese?
0: Uh, I had a little Mayor, Mayor McCheese action figure on my desk. It used to be on my desk years ago, and uh, I lost track of it after a previous move. But as it, as I was packing some stuff up this past weekend, I found the I found the box that that was in as I was going through it to figure out what I what I had and what I didn't have. And um, he saw it, and he we just. we just uh started the conversation about it and uh, he started like randomly as people would walk by my desk he would stop them and ask them if they remembered mayor mccheese (laughs) how old is he well god he is he's got freak genetics he looks like he's 30 but he's getting
1: closer to 50 Hmm. man nostalgia is an ever-present thing i would say i don't even remember mayor mccheese as um as much in my head, like Mary McCheese was basically one of the elements in the McDonald's playground. I don't remember him much in the fiction. Uh, if you could call the commercials that. Yeah, the, the
0: McDonald's canon. Uh, by the time we were kids, he had pretty much retired.
1: Oh, that's sad. It was the hamburglar and Grimace's time. Grimace, yeah. And yeah. was it Birdie? Uh, yes, big in the 80s. Yeah. For sure. Uh, last thing on the uh, on the food news front. This is related to Pop-Tarts, who are getting into the wacky flavor game again. This is, and you can guess the flavors in a second, Brian. Two new flavors. They are based on soda pop. Okay.
0: Oh do you,
1: do you want to guess what sodas, what two sodas, or even if you get one right, I'll give you credit, for Dr. the new wacky-flavored Pop-Tarts? Dr. Pepper. No. What? close-ish-ish-ish.
0: Ish. Mr. Pibb.
1: Close. You're getting warmer. Coke. Uh, I mean, you're in the right color, but, Bark, you know, Root beer. Very close. I, I, I'm, like I'm like just, red hot. You're almost white hot. I'm just failing right here. Uh, A&W root beer. Uh, I would have guessed barks. Aha. The one with bite. Yeah. And the one that I think could possibly be delicious and refreshing, but I don't know until I've tasted it. Orange Crush. I'm intrigued.
0: So my problem with things that are supposed to be orange – sort of orange flavor but not orange flavor outright, like um, – oh, there's a – I think it's a monster that's supposed to be orange cream sickle flavor. It's disgusting. (laughs) Just make it orange flavor. It's so much easier.
1: The one thing that's uh, distressing about the Orange Crush one is it does have like some form of orange icing on top, which could be like a disaster. Anyway, they're available – may now so i guess uh check your uh, shelves you might see uh orange crush pop tarts and a&w root beer pop tarts what do you think of root beer as a flavor
0: as like a as a beverage it's delicious uh but as uh as a like fla- a
1: flavoring yeah what do you think
0: maybe it's like a jelly bean that wouldn't be that bad uh, i mean,
1: don't know i don't know i'm not even like a huge fan of uh root beer floats. I like I like I like um I like milkshakes and stuff as much as the next guy, but a root beer float depends on the root beer.
0: I hate floats. They they they're disgusting.
1: I, I can understand that. It's it's a, is it a texture thing?
0: Uh it's uh yeah, I guess I guess it is. The way that the soda effervesces and makes the uh the ice cream just kind of uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's uh-huh. disgusting.
1: That's definitely like you either love it or hate it. I mean, you're either going to dig that or yes, like you said, like look at it and see basically like a garbage can of food.
0: Yeah, a garbage can of food is a.
1: Good I mean, it's kind of. I mean, isn't it that what it is? It's like uh, what is it? Trash can punch. It's just. It's just everything. Trash can punch. Everything and nothing at the same time.
0: It's it's like a dumpster daiquiri.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Which some people are into. God yeah. bless. Them um so brian how about uh, your workouts and such how are those going
0: uh man i've been bad i haven't worked out in almost a month uh, brian for shame i know i've been i've made a point to do more walking and i'm paying attention to my fitbit and trying my best to hit my ten thousand steps uh-huh. but that's really the extent of what i've been doing mm. until i move it's just uh, lately easy excuse uh ding 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 it's an excuse but uh yeah i've been busy
1: with moving and stuff I could totally
0: fit I could totally fit in a workout i 'm just not
1: well, I mean I do like that you are um, you 're referencing like walking because that uh, that does have a profound effect on uh, on your body and it 's really not even like that um, stressful on your body it 's really just kind of like committing to it um, so I looked up some benefits of walking well you were mentioning walking and so i would uh, I would also highly recommend walking as a uh, As an exercise, because I think some people discount walking as not exercise, but it sure is, buddy. Um, Here are some benefits according to the Arthritis Foundation website, which I feel in our um, advancing age, Brian, we'll be visiting sites like this more and more as we (sighs) go. Yeah, probably. I didn't even know this this kind of site existed, but again, uh, call me in 10 years and I'll I'll probably be a daily visitor to the Arthritis Foundation's uh, website. Anyway, benefits of walking. Number one, walking improves circulation. Uh, So uh, the study done – a study done by the University of Colorado, Boulder, and the University of Tennessee found that – oh, this is awesome. Um, I should have read ahead, but I love it. The study found that post-menopausal women – so we fit in that demo for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. uh,
1: Who walked just one to two miles a day, lowered their blood pressure by nearly 11 points in 24 weeks.
0: And two miles a day is not hard. No. If you do any walking, I mean, that's, that's not a big deal at all.
1: No. In fact, uh, women who walked uh, 30 minutes a day reduced their risk of stroke by 20% and by 40% if they picked up their pace from uh, a slow walk to a um, mid-speed or fast walk. Um, another benefit, it shores up your bones. So um, a study in uh, – let's see here. That was published in the uh, Orthopedics and Sports Medicine Journal – uh, found that uh, again. <laughs> what is the deal with postmenopausal women? What is the deal? What's the deal? Postmenopausal women found that 30 minutes of walking each day reduced their risk of hip fractures by 40. percent That's kind of ironic. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So more walking, stronger hips. Uh, it leads to a longer life, obviously. So let's see here. Another study that they reference uh, the Arthritis, Arthritis Foundation found that. Um, those who exercise regularly in their 50s and 60s are 35% less likely to die over the next eight years than their non-walking counterparts. 35% less likely to die. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the number shoots up to 45% less likely for those that have underlying health conditions. Interesting. So if you have some ailments, get out and walk, and um, chances are you're going to live longer just by moving, out, uh, moving about. Um, and let me see here. The last thing. This is a good one. So walking improves sleep. So a study, a study from the Fred Hutchison Cancer Research Center in Seattle found that, again, women, Brian, women, um, ages 50 to 75, who took one-hour morning walks, it's a pretty good walk, yeah. one hour in the morning, they were more likely to uh, relieve insomnia than uh, women who didn't. So that's nice, very, very nice. And there's way more benefits too, so I like it. I need to walk too. Um, more than I used to. I work in a small office. I used to work in a huge office, like a campus, like you do. Yeah. And being in a small office, frankly, uh, you know, I could walk from one end of the building to the other in a minute, two minutes uh, at, be- at most. And um, and so I live a pretty sedentary lifestyle unless I go to the gym uh, at my lunch break. So I, I know you working in a bigger office, kind of by its very nature, you probably can uh, get your steps in, so to speak, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think all the way around the campus is like, um, it's a mile and a half, something like that. So, Mm-mm. yeah, I can get, definitely get my walking in in the day.
1: Is there a trail? Yeah, there's a trail. Cool. Yeah, it's people, pretty. Often. People people take uh, take advantage of it. Oh, yeah, daily. Nice. I need to do a better job. Ah. Uh... We could all do a better job.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, so I wanted to mention this. Uh, it's it's kind of near and dear to my heart. I've never actually watched The Biggest Loser, uh, mm. but it started um, – that show started like not long after I did my own sort of Biggest Loser deal back years ago when I lost like, god, 180, 200 pounds in like 12 months. Uh, and, of course, I gained most of my weight back. turns out most people on that show do. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see here. Out of 14, it looks like 13 of the folks lost, uh, gained back some of the weight. And uh, according to this story, four of them gained it all back and more. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. So the mechanism behind this uh it's the, their metabolism is slowed. So basically, always, you always hear that when you don't eat enough calories, your body goes into like the starvation mode where it wants to conserve calories. And apparently, it certainly does that, and it doesn't stop. So even after uh, the, the weight's lost, uh, that continues to happen. So if you go back to like a normal 2,000 calorie whatever plus diet, or even if you slip a little more, you're going to start putting on the pounds because your body is not burning that.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's really unfortunate. Maybe that's what happened to me. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, in, in all seriousness, I mean, it's entirely possible right. because, like, I, I let's see here, I lost in the course of six months, I lost about 190 pounds. Oh wow! Yeah. So, um, yeah, gosh, I certainly gained most of that back, not all of it. Thankfully, I've got yeah. about 50 pounds left, um, but. Yeah, so let's see here. Uh, It says that, but as they diet and exercise at a rapid speed to lose enough weight to win, their metabolism significantly slows down and never recovers.
1: I mean, they always say, like, slow and steady wins the race with stuff like that, you know?
0: Uh, Let's see here. One uh, contestant uh, went from 430 pounds, which is about where I started, uh, 291 pounds, which is way lower than I ever got. Hmm. Um, and, uh, he now weighs hundred, uh, pardon me, 295 pounds. So he gained a hundred pounds back. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. It uh, says that his metabolism slowed down to the point where he burns 800 calories fewer a day than he should. Wow. Yeah. So be careful.
1: That's crazy. I know. Right. Huh? Interesting. Um, yeah, I I what do you think about those shows as a um just as a thing? Do you think they're, hel- they're helpful and inspiring or do you think they're hurtful and misleading? They're exploitative. Hmm. yeah. Pretty I can't much. argue. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I can't argue. It's kind of like um it's the worst it's the worst possible version of the do it yourself or uh like uh it's the worst form of the magic of television
0: pretty much. Uh it's um pretty rough i would like to think that uh i would like to think that uh people see that and and realize it's a bad idea to do it but no and you know even even though like in my mindset where i was i'm like i know it's not healthy
1: to lose weight this fast but by god i'm gonna do it Mm should have thought better Yeah, yeah well i mean i don't blame anybody for uh the uh, the thought behind it, the motivation behind it, or I, I, I can't fault – you can't fault anybody for trying to change their life for the better. But uh, it's re- it really stinks how compli- complicated, complex, and uh, just hard it is to do that correctly.
0: Yeah. Uh, so one thing, I'm always looking for tools to help with uh, getting motivated. And, uh, of course I'm moving and that will give me so much time back in my day, but I'm still going to have to get up early to work out or work out as soon as I get home from work. And I have been thinking, man, I, I prefer working out in the evening, but, um, it, you know, after work, it's kind of nice to get home and sit down and relax and make dinner. But I think, I think I may actually start doing it in the morning. And uh, our old pal Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, too much fanfare, released a new app today. It's called The Rock Clock, and basically the way that the way that it works is you set a goal, and The Rock actually reviews the goals. He actually has like uh, super admin access to go through and see what everybody's trying to do, huh. and um, he, well, it's basically a way to track your measurement. Your uh, it's a way to uh, track's not the right word. Uh, it's it's basically a way to motivate you to do whatever you need to do. So it has got plenty of um, it's got plenty of different alarms built into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock posts new videos each day uh, to um, motivate people. And what, the cool thing is, basically all of the alarms are recorded by The Rock. So let me find one that's um, nice. I'm turning my phone up, so ignore that. See here, uh, find one. Ring ring. Ring ring, <laughs> ring ring, <laughs> ring ring. <laughs> th- ring ring. I think that's gonna wake me up tomorrow. Nice. So, but yeah, it's pretty cool. And The Rock post videos, and of course, uh, I want to be like The Rock. That's that's what that's my end goal <laughs> is to be like The Rock. I just need to grow about a foot and uh <laughs> back on how many pounds of yeah, muscle. Yeah, and uh, you know, have better genetics than I have. So.
1: Well, um, hey, oh, uh, as an aside, so um, apparently the reason I heard that Roman Reigns, to take a wrestling tangent, who is related to The Rock, so this he, is so- somewhat uh, – uh,
0: He's related to The Rock like my cousin Ryan, whose father is Samoan, is related to The Rock.
1: Which, uh, you know it. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if he wanted to promote that he was related to The Rock on national television, I wouldn't fault him either yeah, yeah. for doing that. But, uh, but one thing Reigns is, is he's part Samoan. And yeah. being spelt and ripped uh, for Samoans can be a challenge. Absolutely. And one of the reasons he still wears apparently the flak jacket is that he has a deceptively not chiseled torso. Really? So, yes. So, and and uh, I would still uh, kill several people for Roman Reigns' physique. So I'm not faulting him. He's very
0: it. trim. I mean, I was noticing that last night. I mean, uh, he, I mean, he's very trim looking. He's not. He doesn't look um, ridiculously oversized. He 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 looks really good.
1: Yes. Yes. No. He looks excellent. But um, but yes. Apparently, one of those kind of like tricks of. Uh, tricks of the trade to uh to make sure people don't um don't really see that he doesn't have uh, maybe the the stomach of a greek god and uh to make people think he does he's just hiding it is to keep him in that get up
0: is that what Kevin owens does
1: uh yeah i, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I think i think we're i think we're seeing i think everybody can see what he's uh what he's throwing down there, so uh, yeah, he, that, the, it's probably
0: why he wears black. The thing is, I mean, he's a he's a hefty dude, but yeah. he moves like a guy that is not hefty at all. It's it's pretty amazing.
1: Yes, he. Uh, I wish I, it's very superficial, but uh, for somebody like that, um, I, I I've said it before. I I really wish that he would do just a, a few more curls. I, I really wish he would add just a little bit of size to his arms, just so the super casual fan could look at him and see that kind of superficial surface level strength. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Just give me something. Just give me something. Um, And and something for the super casual fans who don't really, um, they either tune out before they see him do a moonsault, like off the top rope, or they don't have uh, the proper respect for what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, just give me something. Cosmetics. It has value for sure. Uh, Brian, anything else on this week's uh, Get the Skinny? John, I got nothing else. Um, let me think here. I don't think I've got anything else. Um, let's see. Keep us posted on the on the move and the uh, hours of free time that you're going to apply to vigorous training. So,
0: so this is a segue, but it, it's a legitimate one. So you live in a major city. Yeah. Uh, do you have same-day Amazon service or next day?
1: Yeah, we've had it. We've had it for. We've been lucky. We have it for a while since I think, by the Dallas Airport, we have one of the bigger Amazon fulfillment centers. So you have same day. Yeah, like yeah, within uh, two hours. That's amazing.
0: So where I'm moving, I'll have next day. That's um, it, it's it's uh, it's still probably an hour away from the nearest uh, fulfillment center, but I'm pretty excited about that. So I'm going to make sure to up my Amazon intake, and I'm going to do that from tfradio.net/slash Amazon. I'm trying to think what kind of awesome protein powders I'm going to I'm going to use. I'm probably going to use the 100% uh what is it? 100% premium. Sure. Yeah, uh that stuff's really good. Or my favorite um flavor-wise is the BSN Syntha-6. I'll probably start using more of
1: that stuff. Sweet. Is that is that uh, is that going to make you hulk up apparently? How how do you, Brian? How do you so when you fact when you start to fold in um like really good quality the good stuff kind of uh, protein powder how do you manage that with your with your like standard diet like how do you eat around that or eat with that when I'm so really you good. don't just you know kind of blow up
0: when i'm really good i basically just eat a really badass or drink a really badass protein shake for dinner mm. and i may take um, like one protein powder uh, shake uh, a day. What Kim really likes doing is mixing her protein powder into like her other uh, meals. So <laughs> she has really simple tastes, and I, I'm really uh, jealous of it. But she just loves making this what she calls, in her cute little way, protein fluff, which is basically to take uh, Cool Whip, uh, protein ah. powder, and mix it together. And she loves that stuff. I can't, I can't stomach, I can't stomach it because uh, it's so dry. But um,
1: she loves that stuff. Interesting, but uh, it,
0: we do tend to make things like cookies and stuff using it
1: yeah we, I, I made um, banana pudding the other day with uh, with quest protein powder, uh, really, the only way I will ingest personally like vanilla protein powder is like in baking and uh, and it worked out well, I think for sure uh, vanilla
0: protein powder uh, what can well, try it if you ever want to. Uh, try the BSN synthesis. Uh, the vanilla protein powder is really good. It, mm. it tastes like a vanilla milkshake. It really does.
1: All right. Noted. Noted. And I hope everybody out there is listening to, to that. That's good advice. I'm a chocolate protein powder kind of guy, but I, I will try that.
0: Yeah, I am 99% of the time, but I will totally do the synthesis vanilla.
1: Huh. sage advice sage advice uh, and i think on that note uh we're gonna check out of here guys we'll see you on the next get the skinny but before we go again like brian was saying amazon.com uh, keeps the lights on if you go to tf radio click the amazon link do your shopping all that jazz um we appreciate it It actually funds more than just get the skinny it funds all these other crazy podcasts that you might like or you might already know about either way go to tfradio.net, and check them out and uh Brian and I will see you on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get
0: the Skinny.